1: You are now listening to Chair Shop Radio. Always use your head.
2: Hello, everybody! There we go. So, last week we had a little bit of a, a hitch in the giddy up because we were talking about sports the last few times, but, uh, our uh, cool-as-a-cucumber consigliere of the Chairshot community, Mr. Uh, P.C. Tunney, filled in nicely with his beautiful interview of Sim part one and part two. So I'm very happy that uh, he had something to cover us since we were trying to figure it out and we we really just couldn't figure it out. We were, we were all hyped up for the Super Bowl, but it, there's no reason to talk about it a week and a half, two weeks, whatever you really want to call it, before it even happens. So that brings us now to the day before Super Bowl and we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about it a little bit. And uh, Mr. Uh, you know, Mr. Platt, my wonderful co-host, I'm going to introduce in a second. Um, are you going to want to take part in this conversation cuz I know you said the season was over a few weeks ago when uh, <laughs> when when Baker couldn't make himself a cake to figure out, you know, how to beat Chad Henney, But uh h- how you feeling?
1: Well, greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, and Cheer Shot family. I still concede that the season ended three weeks ago. I don't know why people are gathering and still <laughs> playing. Maybe it's just pride, whatever the case may be. But before we get to all of that, yo, props to you, man, on the excellent alliteration. Damn. That that didn't go unnoticed. Yeah, I I had to cause it was,
2: you know, putting Tony over and you can't do that without some alliteration.
1: You could, or you could just not put Tony over, but he, that's neither here nor there. Here we are, and I digress. So, okay. <laughs> on the eve of the biggest game that your team has played in what fifteen years, eighteen, something like that, eighteen years. I beg your pardon. Where are you at mentally? Where's your headspace?
2: You know, as much as I was poo-pooing things in the beginning, and I was gonna just play the happy to be here in the playoffs with everything that's happened with, you know, the wonderful snowball and now we're the first team to ever host the super bowl. And Brady's got all this momentum behind him. I'm going to be a little salty. Not going to lie. If we can't pull it off tomorrow, because it's, it's come so far. Like it, it almost, it's not one of those team of destiny type things, but it just, it shows how much one player makes a difference really. Cause you, you, you could say, yeah, Gronk came in and that made a difference, but Gronk didn't show up until like week eight because he was out here faking his fucking, uh, fucking workout tapes during the off season. I don't know if you heard that story where he was just doing a different, epa, different video of himself every day, but it wasn't every day. He did them all the same day. He just put a different shirt on to make it look like he was doing wind sprints or whatever in his backyard or whatever the fuck they wanted
1: him to do for cardio. So his cardio oh, was oh. shit. Wait, 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 wait. That is tremendous. That's so Gronk <laughs> though. It's so perfect. <laughs> I hadn't heard that. That is awesome. That is great. That mm-hmm. is... <laughs> so he, he hustled his way onto the Buccaneers
2: by making them think he was in game shape. But, nah, his, his ass was still a good half season short. And that's why he didn't show up until when A.B. showed up because, you know, his, his cardio wasn't there. And then A.B., I mean, he's been... He's been somewhat of a non-factor because he's 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 been plug and play for when Godwin was dinged up or for when Evans was dinged up. But the team ain't too different than they were last year when they went seven and nine, aside from who's playing quarterback. So hey 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 hey, it's hey, amazing! Hey. It's amazing what one piece can really do. Because that that was just me trying to say the other two pieces that people like to point at haven't been like that big of an impact on the overall you know outcome of what happened this year.
1: So perhaps A.B. hasn't had that big of an impact on the field, but trust and believe, believe and trust, he's had a huge impact in the Brady household, if for no other reason that it kept Giselle off of Tom's back so he could do what he had to do this year. So trust me, his impact is being felt somewhere by somebody. I can guarantee you that. Is it his impact being felt, or is it just really Tom Brady
2: basically giving himself another child just to, like, rein in AB's mental issues and all that other stuff that he kind of had come to the surface a couple years ago? The answer is yes. There we go. That's fine. I like that answer. (laughs)
1: That's the answer. So
2: so since your moratorium is still kind of in place but also a a little on hold because you do realize it's a Super Bowl, how are you feeling being the – the wonderful objective third party Outside opinion And you don't have a horse in the race really So where, where are you with it With the, the goat versus the kid And all that other stuff
1: You know I actually think This is going to be a very entertaining game uh, so, uh, First and foremost Both teams have had two weeks to prepare And you know I, I and I, I said this on uh, Cheer Shot, Not CheerShot Radio but on Three Man Weave earlier this week You can catch that Tuesdays on the CheerShot Radio Network I talked about how I would love to see I'm sure somebody out there, some nerd out there has a stat, you know, talking comparing the week bill to the Super Bowl apropos to the two week bill to the Super Bowl. And if there's some sort of correlation with how close the games are, or how competitive the games are, I would be interested to see something like that. But I feel like with two weeks worth of preparation, these teams probably know each other pretty well, and I, I'm anticipating a close game one thing that kind of threw me for a loop and I, I talked about, I'm going to bring up a lot of things I talked about on uh, Three Man Weave because I want you all to tune in, but <laughs> there was a random ass dude that put up, I think it was a $2.3 million bet on Tampa Bay, which you know, in my head, you know me I'm Mr. Y'all, y'all consider me the residential shot conspiracy theorist, but that made me led me to believe that this guy knows something that perhaps the rest of us don't know. That's a hell of a bet.
2: I mean, kind of, since since we're referencing other things on the chair shot, like, you could always go back to uh, Steve Cook's article about, you know, never doubting greatness, and that could be exactly where his money's at. Because if you listen to everybody doing interviews, players and former players, everybody goes, Patrick Mahomes is the truth, and that that offense is scary. But, Tom Brady, like, you, you can't really rule that out that experience the the just will to just will the fucking team to a win like it's been ugly sometimes he hasn't played wonderfully sometimes but you know beating the Packers with three interceptions and just a terrible second half like that that kind of just shows the impact that he has when he had a Jameis Winston kind of game and they still won a playoff game to get him to the Super Bowl
1: yeah see I could flip that and say the exact same thing about Kansas City. Never doubt greatness. I mean, what in Patrick Mahomes resume leads you to believe that they're not going to win? Like I, I, I in, in all consciousness and, and i I can't as much as I, I know that Tampa Bay has a shot and I'm thinking they might mess around and pull this off, I can't bet against Mahomey. I cannot it's bet against Patrick Mahomes. I mean the concept, this guy's so on... you got Brady's got twenty years, Mahomes
2: has four. So even though he's been great in the, the three years that he's been a starter, because that first year was kind of a redshirt year, whatever you want to call it, under Alex Smith, like Brady's been this way for 20 years. And people thought he didn't have an arm, and then he's shown he still has an arm. People thought he couldn't do this, and he did this. And he adjusted to an offense. And granted, yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of dink and dunk, a lot of West Coast in it now still, but he still takes the the big shot more than he has in you know New England in like the last five or six years. So he's he's proven a lot of the haters wrong, and he's been doing that for 20 years.
1: But we've never seen anything, and I do mean anything in the NFL that compares to Patrick Mahomes. This guy is literally a video game. This guy, Patrick Mahomes, is the real life version of Bo Jackson from Tecmo Bowl or Mike Vick from 2004 John Madden. He is that guy just. In real life, it's not a simulation. It's not a video game character. This really happens in real life. And even when you think you have him down, you have this team beat. He has shown time and time again that he has the ability to come back and and pull literally pull plays out of his ass. It, it's just hard you want for me. me to counter that one. Favre did Go the same thing
2: it. with it. Not maybe not within the same short time frame because he was on the Falcons for a year, then came over. But within about what six, seven years. He was at two Super Bowls, and he used to just create and do crazy shit. Granted, not to the ease and efficacy that Mahomes does, but for the 90s kind of style of football, it was very similar. And then he went to two Super Bowls, nothing after that. Then Russell Wilson was kind of crowned as the next, oh, my God, he whoa, whoa, could do whoa, whoa, whatever the on, hell. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold Let, on. Let's stop there. Let's Let's start with Favre. I'm going to break that down. I okay, love go. me some Brett Favre. Man. So sure do I. Well.
2: That wasn't putting dirt Brett. on him at all. I'm just saying. Patrick Mahomes threw five
1: interceptions this year. When has Brett Favre ever thrown five interceptions in a year? So maybe I think he if he, maybe single he only threw six passes.
2: That's my... Th- I think he threw single digits once when he was on the Falcons when he threw, like, ten passes, and that la- that next-to-last year on the, the Vikings when I think he threw nine. And I think that was his best year when it came down to interceptions. But that's why I said not to the efficacy or the kind of ease that Mahomes does. And then you look at Russell Wilson, everybody was saying the same thing, because... He used to pull shit out of his ass. He had so many Hail Mary plays. Fucking, what was it, like a 17-point deficit to the Packers in the playoffs, and he comes back and they win it. Like, he did some crazy stuff, too. And then, again, two Super Bowls and then out. Favre had kind of a similar parallel to Mahomes right now, where it was the younger guy versus the old guy in Elway at that time, and Russell ran into Tom. Granted, that was the Malcolm Butler in the defense that won the game. But still, it's that, that new versus old. The old guy tends to win that fight. And we, we've kind of seen this play out a little bit over the last about 30 years. So I, I think that you've you got to give Tom the greater breadth of greatness, and you got to give him that, that, you know, yeah, yeah, like Mahomes is a shiny new pretty thing, and he's going to be the new new hot boy for the NFL for the next 15 years. But Tom is not dead. Tom is still around. and Tom is still legit.
1: And I'm glad he's not dead for the sake of his wife and children. But to you the, get the Russell, what I mean, his. I know, what you, I know what you're saying, but I had to get that I had to get that barbed. But the Russell Wilson thing. I love Russell Wilson as well. But Russell Wilson ain't this. Number one, Patrick Mahomes is what, six two, six three, something like that. So and size matters at the NFL quarterback position. Yes, there's been great players at the quarterback position that were under six feet. Or Mm -hmm. at six feet. There's Hall of Famers. Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer. Drew Brees is going to be Hall of Famer. Yada, yada, yada. But size matters. We've never seen anything like this in football. There's not even a a comp in football. The closest comparison I can make to this Kansas City's Chiefs team is a few years ago when the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Mm -hmm. when they finally figured it out. And you, you just went out there every day and say, well, what the fuck are we supposed to do? We can literally play the perfect game and still lose that this is just something mm-hmm. different they we've never seen this on on, on in the nfl and by, by the way i also have to sh- uh, send a shout out to andy reed as well i mean he's the first coach to take two black quarterbacks to the super bowl i know that's not a stat that's going to get brought up a lot but between between uh donovan McNabb, michael vick patrick mahomes who's done more for racial inequality specifically in the nfl than andy reed He's a goddamn humanitarian. If it's one thing Andy Reid loves, it's some black quarterbacks. And I just wanted to give him props for that.
2: Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So, yeah, yeah, that that's actually a good, a good nugget that I don't think you're going to find anywhere else aside from here on ChairShot Radio. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, okay, so are you leaning on the Mahomes button then since he's just too hot to handle at the moment and... Too powerful. The offense is too
1: good. Because wh- where are you at? I, I I love you, Kevin Love, but I, I, Andrew looks like Kevin Love right now. No, man. no, I got but it. I got it. <laughs> I was explaining it to the uh, the listeners because they can't see us. There's no way in good conscience that I can bet against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's not just Mahomes. I mean, Travis Kelsey is a beast. He might be the best tight end in the league. Um, Hill. How can you cover that Mellon Farmer? It seems like he's open every single time. And Andy Reid is finally – I'm not going to say Andy Reid has finally put it together. Andy Reid was always a great coach. But now now that, now that he has that Super Bowl abatross off his back, he's able to put his nuts on the table and just be Andy Reid as much as he wants to be. Like that fourth and inches play against the Browns. Oh, honey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, with Chad Henney. Like, that could have went wrong a bazillion different ways. But, again, he has that Super Bowl, so he was able to put his nuts on the table. It was absolutely the perfect call because there was nothing you could do on that with Tyreek Hill. There's literally nothing you could do. If he cuts up and runs that out, he's going to be open every single time. There's nothing you could do. So, yeah, man. And they have playmakers on both sides of the wall. Honey, Honey Badger, I don't think he really panned out to be what we thought he was going to be. But the Mellon Farmer is a playmaker, and he has a nose for the football Mm-hmm. I, we talked about Tyreek. We talked about uh, Kelsey Mahomes. Yeah, they, that's a lot of firepower. I think oh. that uh, the I think that the Bay Tampa will keep it close, but ultimately, I think that in all their games this year, Kansas City is just gonna make one or two more plays.
2: I'm just saying.
1: You you did make a perfect
2: analogy when you brought up the whole Golden State Warriors thing, and even even your little Kevin Love joke leads perfect into where I'm gonna go. The Warriors still lost. To your boys, the Cavs, and old man LeBron at the time, with a couple role players, a couple good pieces, because things just fell his way. I'm not saying that they outscored him because you know Clay got hurt, Durant got hurt. There was there was a couple other things that kind of got got involved, but or that one might have been the last one, but oh no, da, Green Green he, you know, got the, the the suspension. That was the one where the Cavaliers won, but and then it all fell apart. So. Yeah, it's possible. No one thought the Cavs were going to win because the Cavs and the Warriors went back and back and back, you know, what, three times? The Warriors got two of them, but the Cavs still got that one. That's all I care about. I just care about that one. It's like that country song, you know, not as good as I once was, but I'm good once as I ever was. That's all I'm hoping Tom's got left. I just hope he got one, get one more ring, get to seven, get happy, get the Bucks another one, and then we're good.
1: You know something? That might be the best counter to one of my counters that you have ever countered with at all. Like you're getting really good at this thing. I Touche. I still don't think y'all going to win, but touche, motherfucker. Well, there we go. So,
2: I think I think that was pretty good and I don't have to verbalize where I'm going. We all know I'm picking the bucks. So I didn't have to really go into it too much. But there we go. It's fun. Super Bowl is going to be fun. Everybody should be able to get their snacks, even if you're up in the Northeast when you have a foot of snow out there. Hopefully, it's mostly melted by now, or hopefully your street got plowed within the last few days, because, you know, (laughs) being in Jersey, I know how that takes, uh, what, like almost half a week just for people to see your fucking street sometimes. But yeah, so I I think we're good. So enjoy the Super Bowl, and how about you? Tell everybody where you're going to be giving them your thoughts, because I know you love to do the stream of consciousness kind of tweets when it comes to big events.
1: Yeah, I'll probably be drunk tweeting. In other words, (laughs) during the Super Bowl, a
2: stream of consciousness. You got to just peel the peel the curtain back a little further. All right, fine.
1: (laughs) It's. But yes, I'm. I'm. I. I I don't know. I'm debating because um, one of Amber's friends, one of our couple friends, they Mm -hmm. asked us. They invited us over to watch the game with them. Um, I, they're going to have a couple of other people over So that makes me a little apprehensive So it's still going to be a, It's literally going to be a game time decision Where I watch the game Whether we uh, watch it in the confines of our own home With our brand new 60 inch television or On our brand new <laughs> television console Or if we travel about 15 minutes from here And go watch it at a friend's house
2: Oh that's nice I'll be, I'll be staying in Just because you know The weather's still not exactly wonderful And uh if, if they win or lose, I don't think anybody's going to want to hear me freaking out good way or the bad way. So I think I'm just going to save that to the household, and the neighbors can deal with that.
1: Well, speaking of dealing with things, man, we got to deal with the fact of life that we need to pay some bills. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to wrap up this latest edition of Chair Shot Radio. <laughs>
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com.
2: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. There we go. So since we said we were going to kind of wrap it up after the commercial... Now here's going to be the fun part where we have to figure this out. And uh, this is going to be a little post-production, meaning a little bit on air. What the fuck are we going to talk about after sports are over? I mean,
1: after football's over? Because I ain't talking about baseball. <laughs> That's a good question. I'm, I ain't talking about baseball either because the, the, the Indians have reached that point where they sell off all their assets for, uh you know, talent. Not not What am I looking for? Like minor league prospects. So mm-hmm. they're going to be bad for probably the next three to five years. That's the cycle of the Cleveland Indians baseball team. They've got a three to five year window to try to win something where they'll make the playoffs. And then after that, when inevitably they don't win because they never do, they haven't won since my mother was born 1948. They start selling off all of their high their high price talent because they don't want to pay them. So they start selling them off the scouting department and, and the, the front office does an excellent job of picking up talent. It just, again, it's that three to five year thing It's going to take them free three to five years For the talent to maturate And and be good enough to come up to the major league roster And be able to compete So it's rinse, wash, and repeat So yeah, I'm, I don't give a shit about baseball right now Fuck it
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right on a little high Since my baseball team is the Dodgers And after, you know, losing twice We finally got there Because we spent all the damn money in the world And we usually get the same kind of reaction But we finally won it, so hey, there we go First one, in, hey, you know, almost as long as I've been alive because the last one was eighty eight. So that's that's been a that's been a minute. So, uh, yeah. I mean, y'all, at le- at y'all, least they kind of get something.
1: Y'all were due, man. I mean, shit, man. They paid what two billion for the team, and yeah, every year yeah. you all were have been in the playoffs consistently, and shit just went horribly wrong. So, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Well deserved and long overdue.
2: Agreed. Agreed.
1: But what's once yeah. uh. Once uh, I saw that the Indians traded Francisco Lindor, which is arguably their best player to the Mets for a package of sunflower seeds, uh, two turkey burgers, and some pocket lint. I I knew, okay, they're not planning on being competitive this year.
2: Oh, that sucks, too, because I don't think the Mets ever plan on being competitive. So, poor Lindor. I wonder what the fuck he's going to do. They're maybe going he's for gonna it this go year. Into like that. That Maybe he's going to go into the family chocolate business, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Mets are going for it this year, though. I think they have new ownership now, so I think they're they're trying to make it's, a run at it.
2: They're still the Mets.
0: <laughs> eh.
1: ah, we'll see um, what happens. Actually, we won't see what happens, so good luck to the Mets. Yeah. You, know, you know what? <laughs> Even though this was going to turn into us talking shit about it,
2: it's kind of almost turned into us wanting to make a narrative. so who knows? maybe we'll talk about baseball eventually. but all right, while we figure out what the hell we're going to do moving forward, let's uh, let, let's send this one home and wrap it up a little bit. Mr. Platt. how about you tell everybody where they will be able to see your drunk tweets either just with your significant other or with friends?
1: <laughs> Don't mind if I do. you all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. I don't tweet often, but when I tweet, it's gold. So check them out. But more that importantly than true. that, more <laughs> importantly though, make sure you all go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t shirt. If you enjoy the content we provide here day in and day out at the chair shot, and you know because you're listening, this is your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude because you are smarter than the average fan. So go over to Pearlrustentees.com forward slash the and pick up an official ChairShot t-shirt. Try some codes too. Black History Month, Valentine's, Super Bowl, the big game. I, I'm not oh, saying I'm not saying it's gonna work, but it might. What can it hurt? I don't care what you do as long as you go to prowrestantees.com forward slash the chair shop please and thank you thank you and please uh, one of these days
2: those are gonna work and I'm just always gonna be surprised when you just put out something fucking random like snow day and that's gonna be like 10% off of a fucking order that's gonna be fantastic <laughs> but you could find me on the Twitter at IWC WarChief and, you know, on the thechershot.com with Impact Reviews, New Japan Reviews and, you know, maybe some sports stuff may- maybe more but who knows, just never ROH because, you know, fuck ROH Good night, everybody
1: Chairshot.com. Always use your head.